Welcome to Notes for Goats podcast. I am Steve. I am Brandon. And this is two podcasts in a row, Brandon, that I am introducing the art of the podcast and not the artist. Correct. So the next one comes Friday. Correct. This is this is the first of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But two in a row, I don't have to talk about the artist. I mean, I did the background on this one, though. So I was going to say, you better have done the background on this one. Because <laughs> I'm like, I did not. I did not. No, no, I did no, not. I did. Come back Friday, guys. Come back Friday for Brandon right. doing the background on an artist. Right. Um. So, yeah, this was a fun one based on a bet yeah. that we had. Based on a bet. Based it on. Still hasn't been fulfilled. Guys, it needs to be done. Got to figure this out, dude. We do. We need to get it done. So way back in November of 2021, we did a Grammy bet. So I'm putting the, the line in the sand here, Alberta. Mm-hmm. We need to have the bet paid off before the nominations for 2023 are announced. We need a tattoo artist who's willing to do it for us. I'm pretty sure we can find somebody who's got to pay him. Well, right. We're going to pay him anyway, but we got to work out. Right. So, um, yeah. So we have to figure that out before sometime in November. I, uh, we got, we, we got like six that. weeks. Yeah. So we got to figure this out. So we'll get that done. Um, but we, we did a bet based on the Grammys and the, the loser had to get the Napster tattoo tattooed somewhere on the body and yeah. buy the winner lunch. So that was yeah. the deal. Um, I think both of us are going to get the tattoo at some point, but one of them's got to say loser on it. Nah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Work it out. So we got to figure out something else. As the guy who's got to get, the guy get it, right? would have to get loser. <laughs> yeah. But we also had an idea that we would do every album that was nominated for album of the year. We would we would feature on the podcast then that year. Yeah. A um, couple of them in 2022. We inadvertently did prior. Didn't know yeah. and just right. worked it out. So it kind of worked out. Yeah. These are the ten usually best albums of the year. So usually. It makes sense that we may end up swiping a couple here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Brandon, yeah, who or what are we talking about today? Man, we are talking about a a dynamic duo. I mean, Ace and Gary, pretty much. Um, it it is. Uh, I mean, opposite sides of the musical spectrum until Just this like Ace album, and Gary. right? Um, of the age spectrum. Um, just all over the place. Uh, not a dynamic duo that you would normally think would go together, but I'm sure we'll get into that. Guys, we are talking about Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga's album, Love for Sale. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So I did the background here, man. So good job. This is the first time we brought up Gaga, though. It's not the first time. We so- have done a Gaga episode before. Uh, back to episode 75 with our good pal Jory. Um, we did um, Lady Gaga's album. Oh, man. Joanne. Joanne. I was going to say Jolene, but. Um, nope, Joanne. Joanne. So we did her album Joanne, which came out right around the same time as Star is Born. So it's kind of a little bit of like country folkish. Yes. Very anti what we were thinking we were going to get Gaga is. And this is also on that same realm of like, who actually is Lady Gaga now? 
Um, as we mentioned, this was the 2022 Best Album Grammy nominee. It did not win. Um, mm. Our good buddy John Baptiste won that award. Well um, deserved. 100%. Well deserved. And if you haven't, if you didn't know, Brandon, uh, one of and our one of our fans just told us. I did know. Yeah, it's uh, a for, well. This friend of ours is actually a former professor of mine uh, at Stone's Throw. Uh, and he's very active on our podcast. Very active. I'm sure that he listens. Uh, yeah. I would assume that he listens at this I hope point. So. Right. Uh, so shout out to uh, Mr. Randy Burkhart. Randy, if you're listening, love you, buddy. And, and he mentioned that John Baptiste is no longer going to be on this on the uh, Colbert, on Colbert show. On the late night show. The late late show. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the late show. Yeah. So he's yeah. leaving. He's not. I, I looked it up because I was like, I'm a little bit bummed. Um, but um, I looked it up. He's not leaving due to family issues. His wife actually is battling leukemia and that has been taking him away for a while. Sure. He's actually leaving because he's, his musical brand is kind of growing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was in the movie soul. He helped with a lot of movie with a lot of the, with that, with uh, Trent Reznor and uh, Atticus Ross yeah. um, with the score of that. He's, he's kind of branching out everywhere right now. And his sure. artistic creation direction is, and not allowing him to give what he needs to give to the Colbert show to Lee show. So right. he is leaving. So, which is a bummer, but eventually Stephen Colbert said that he hopes to have him back as a guest when his next album comes out and actually kills it, which I don't doubt it probably will. Well, did you know there's another shakeup in late night? Did you oh, know this? I found on? this out today. Corden is leaving next year. No shit. Yeah. He's, he extended for one more season or one more year and then he's gone. From his hmm. from his show, so a lot of late night shakeups. Uh, I wonder if he'll go somewhere else. Like if he'll take over he like Conan's spot on TBS. He said that he wasn't going to. He said that he was gonna just do other things. Um, I don't. He is. You know, he is actually one of the like least liked of all yes, of them. From what I have heard, he is not. He does. He definitely put, puts on a face. Uh, he is like. It's like if you look at like people, like they talk about the hosts and like whatnot. Him and Seth Myers, which I know you don't like Seth Myers. I don't like Seth Myers. Um, are the two like that people just do not like. People love Kimmel. Oh yeah. They love Fallon. They love and they, they like they love Colbert. Right. But they do and, and everybody loved Conan. I yeah. mean, but I people just do not like Gordon for some reason. I don't know. I don't get right. it. I mean, he's really he know he's actually like super hated in England, right? Well, that's I did they not know do that. Do not like him in England. No, they, they like there. Like there's so many messages. Like you can keep them, keep them in the U.S., keep them over there. Interesting. Like he's so funny. Um, do you know what I could see? What? What if somebody like uh, now that she's no longer on SNL? Wonder if they would pull. Probably not because NBC would probably want her more than anything. Kate McKinnon to do a late night spot, but again. I would feel like she would want it. If anything, they would want her on NBC, which everybody's filled on NBC. Yeah, I could see maybe Kristen Wiig. Yeah. I can't see McKinnon. McKinnon is so she's so she's funny. She's hilarious. She would be the Ellen DeGeneres of late night. Playing Ellen DeGeneres. Playing Ellen DeGeneres. Absolutely. Because she could do that because it just is. But yeah. she's so she's so funny that like I feel like she would jump. She would jump the shark quickly like she would become yeah. one of those ones that's like too funny for she's she would be although she could be the female fallon right well i felt like fallon was, was kind of too funny kitschy for his own thing yeah like he was good with the late with like the, 
the late, the late, late show. show. Yeah. Whatever the tonight after the tonight show is called. Yeah. The one that fucking um Seth Meyers is on now. Late show, the late show was Seth Meyers late. Yeah, whatever. whatever it is. But he was good with that one. But then when he went to the tonight show, I was like, mm, really? And plus he was taking over Conan and Jay and all that bullshit that happened. It was kind of right. weird. That was a weird situation. But yeah, I could see that. She could be the female Kimmel. Um, I just don't I think she's funnier than Kimmel. So like I think it's a problem. Yeah. You want your host to be funny, but also to be like not the funniest person there sometimes. Right. And a lot For of times sure. with Kate McKinnon, she's the funniest freaking person in the room. Right. You know who actually I could see doing it? Another mm-hmm. SNL guy, um, Keenan. If That's... NBC would if NBC would let him up, it would let him out, which I see, doubt because, they would. Which I doubt they would, because he's got his still he's still got has his TV show, I think, too. He's still on SNL too. Well, right. But he's yeah. one of the only ones left over. He's been there for like 25 years. I mean, not that long, but it's been a while. It's it's, it's in the teens. Yeah, it's in the teens for sure. He's been around for a long time. So but he would be one that I think that they're going to tap into eventually because he still looks like he's 14. So it kind of works out. Yeah, exactly. So uh, speaking back of back to uh, our album right now, back I was going to gonna Tony- say back to things that have been around for a long time, guys. Uh, Tony Bennett. <laughs> Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Steve, let's get into this one now. Wikipedia, so, what you got, man? This this pair. Un- unlikely duo met in 2011 when Tony asked Gaga to record a duet with him. Now, yeah. after he recorded that duet, which was on his duets album, um, he confirmed they were going to record a full-length jazz album together. Mm-hmm. And they did it pretty quickly afterwards. So the the first album, Cheek to Cheek, dropped in 2014. Now, a little bit about Tony Bennett. Because I went, I went on on Gaga before episode 75. So a little bit about Tony Bennett. Anthony Benedetto, active from 1936 to 2021. He's 96 years old and just retired last year around January, February. Yeah. I think I think his last live show was February. Yeah. Um, it was with Gaga, actually. Right. He's a World War II veteran. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Served in World War II. Uh, 61 studio albums, including this one. 20 Grammys. Seems like you should have more. You'd think. But it's a different scene here, um, including a Lifetime Achievement Award, which obviously you should have one of those. He probably Absolutely. has like 40 of them somewhere. He's got over 50 million albums sold. Over 30 singles have charted. So he's got 30 charting singles. That's incredible. Now, this is why the 20 Grammys and the 50 million albums thing is a little bit off. His most of his hits, the bulk majority of everything that he's done was in the 50s, right after the war. Yeah. That was when the Rat Pack jazz was really hitting it hard after the war was over Mm -hmm. you still had kind of the 40s that 40s jazz coming before rock really took took hold of it so like the 50s early 60s you could still get the frank sinatra's to d martins and kind of going after it a little bit more but as you got more into this into the 60s tony's not a rocker he's not going for he's a crooner he is the right. Frank Sinatra type type. He's not going after it with a guitar and, and rocking after oh, it. Oh, absolutely it's not. not Tony's thing. No. So, like I said, most of it's from the 50s, but he did actually hit number 87 on the Hot 100 in 2011 with Body Which and Soul. Probably put him at age 87. <laughs> he was pretty close, yeah. Um, <laughs> not even kidding. He was probably super close. <laughs> 96. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, he would have been like 85, 84, right. 85. Yeah. Really close, yeah. 
Um, it was his first charted single in 30 years for him. Wow. Think of that. He was 30 years between singles. So he had a single sometime in the, in the mid eight, early eighties. The next yeah. one was in 2011. So just, just still chugging along. Um, it is the second and final album for the duo based on Tony's health. They sure. probably would have done more if he was, if he was younger and could still get after it. Yeah. But it was announced in February of 2022 that he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, which is why his role in this album was a little bit lesser in some tracks. He, it was recorded. They basically started recording this album in 2014 and due to, to Gaga's, um stuff with her recording touring movies and his stuff kind of going on his health they kind of had to like gorilla record it over the course of three or four years yeah um it is kind of a weird thing but they had to do it that way because of his health concerns now sure. brandon i'm gonna go with both of artists for spotify listeners oh geez all right so we'll do tony first okay because he's the low number on the totem pole yeah but i mean how many low- Yes, low but in millions, I'm sure. Yes, yes, I will give you that. Jerk. Yeah, right. Um, Come back on Friday, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, how many Spotify listeners do you think Tony averages monthly? I'm gonna say twelve and a half. Not that many. Seven. Two point eight. Oh, okay. Almost three. All right. Well, it's because his entire fan base is either Nobody Gaga fan, right? Gaga. They're either dead, uh, don't have Spotify, or are just fans of Gaga and it just playing the slips in. They're playing the, the actual vinyl. Correct. Um, yeah. The ones that, yeah, exactly. When they bought back in the those eight, those eight tracks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So now Gaga. Oh man. I feel we, I have 99% sure we did this one back when we did Jolene, but um, still up there too. Shoot, man. Uh, 38 million. Uh, you're not far off. Okay. 45.9. All right. I was a lot closer than I was with Tony. Thing is, is she hasn't put anything new out since this one. I right, which she don't need to. No, not right now. But I think she's been working on American Horror Story. I think she's she back has on been. That she's show. back. I, she's back on it again. Right. So and she's got some more movie stuff coming out too soon. I think too. Right. 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 She's she's being pulled different directions. It's cool. I did feel, see a funny story about her that after the uh, uh, Little Monsters tour or Born This Way tour. She was actually bankrupt. Oh wow! She had like like eight number one hits, a bunch of like albums, and she actually went bankrupt with the tour. The tour actually oh, bankrupted man. her. Yeah, it was, oh, my. it was a story that came out a couple couple weeks ago. Now, "Love for Sale" was actually it was released on two different dates, September thirtieth of twenty twenty one. They released this on cassette. Of course they did. Why not on cassette? Oh, and man, then I would have bought um, a cassette if I would have known. Right? It's I'm pretty sure you probably can still get it somewhere. I'm sure you um, could. I have a cassette re- player. It was released. It probably sounds interesting, like I said, too, with this type of music. Right. Hmm, be, be interesting I'd to listen be interested. to. Yeah. It was released on all other all other uh, avenues uh, October 1st. It's the next day. Okay. So cassette, cassette got its heyday. One day on cassette. It is 10 tracks, 36 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Great length. Perfect. Um, album consists of jazz standards from Cole Porter, who gained popularity in the late 20s and the 30s. And as we said before, because of Tony's deteriorating health, he was not able to participate in the promotion of this album. So Gaga actually did most of the heavy lifting with interviews and performances and things like that. 
yeah. if you guys did actually check out the Grammys uh, from in was March, April? March, I believe March yeah, 2023 like um, this year, she actually serenaded Tony on stage. He was on stage door and she sang to him because yeah. uh, he, he can't anymore. It did have uh, two singles, uh, Love for Sale, mm-hmm. obviously. And I get a kick out of you with the two singles. Yep. Brandon. Steve. What was your favorite track? I picked So In Love. Now, this was Tony's solo track. And I was really digging those dark tones musically with the strings and bass sounds and the accompaniment music behind him. Super laid back track, but still packs that jazz punch that really brings the album together as a whole. Um, Even for as old as Tony is, he still has fantastic vocal chops and can sing with the best of them, in my opinion. Um, Whether or not he does that now, I don't know, but I would assume he's probably still got a little something in there. So, So In Love was my favorite track. All right. Um, Mine was, I get a kick out of you. Okay. The singles. Yep. So I felt like this was the crescendo to the album. Um, it is what we all wanted when we hear that these two are gonna going to make an album together. Mm-hmm. The back and forth banter, the playfulness, refreshing. It reminds me of the jazz standards we heard from the 30s. Yes, that flirty um, back and forth between men. Yeah, and it's woman. it's like yeah. you know, maybe it's cold outside with less creepy. Yes. Um, well, or maybe it's still creepy because there's a 70 year age difference. Hey, not really. Lay the, you lay the wood. Do your thing. Lay the um, wood. He probably can't. He probably could when the album was written. I'm saying he was he was laying the wood in the 30s when this originally came out. It's true. Way to go, That's, Tony. Yeah. Now it's the little blue pill. Yeah, well, he's laying something. Oh, no. Um musically though, this is it is bright, yeah. it's upbeat, and it keeps you engaged. Even without the without them singing For or just sure. hearing the music, I would be I'd be in. Yeah. Checking it out. It's it's fantastic. For sure. So, as we talked about it, it's time for the Little Blue Pill Wang game. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's play Wang. Let's play Wang. What association name game. Wang. What association name game. Wang. Wang. All right, Steve. So, let me guess. You've got two. I've got two. All right. Let's get it rocking. They're a little dirty. Oh, boy. Marvin Gaye had the right idea. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Stole that from the 30s. I like it. That's they were, funny. They were dirty, the 30s. Dirty, yeah, the, that's where the dirty 30s came from, I'm thinking. Right, for sure. What's your next one? <laughs> I'm deciding where I want to go with this one. Oh, boy. Is it you are the top? <laughs> Was it? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to go what Brandon said last night. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that was where I wrote down. I was I was I was like reading it back and I couldn't get it out. I was what Brandon said last night. How did I oh man? I guessed that one before you even picked before you even said it. That is I hilarious. Like, couldn't, I, I couldn't get it out. Oh my gosh, that's so oh. funny. 
You just look at Santos and you're like, motherfucker, he's gonna do something stupid. He's, right? gonna, he's gonna do something stupid. He's gonna do that. If he's gonna do something stupid, it's gonna be on that one. For it's sure. gonna be that one. For sure. Well, it's 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 generally what happens. Yeah. Oh man. We're, that's not, we're not doing a podcast with a guest today. I can be a little dirty. You can be a little dirty. So speaking of uh, getting a little dirty, Steve, uh, let's uh talk about uh our least favorites. Yep. I'll go first, man. And I picked it's the lovely. Mm. The play on words that was used with this track was incredibly cheesy. And I understand that it was a track from a long time ago. Um, but honestly, this is the first song of the album. And I was nervous that this was going to be the way the album went throughout. Um, although most of the tracks on this album were very surface level and didn't really go deep based on when they were originally written and recorded and all of that um this one was still pretty cringy with the word play um and i was just not having any of it um i actually chuckled out loud the first time i listened to it when they're like isn't she uh delightful and de lovely like come on just kind of cheesy to me so for me it's de lovely was my least favorite my man what about you so in love Ooh, really? All right. Tell me why. Many of these songs sound the same. Okay. I'm going to nitpick a little on this one. Okay. Well, like we've heard in past pre- in previous things, nitpicking is a good thing. Nit- nitpicking is a is a is a testament to the album. Right. I feel like So in Love is the least remarkable of the tracks. And maybe because it features Tony more than other tracks, I feel like it's pedestrian. Okay. Musically, it's fine, but it's not as complex as the others. Lyrically, vocal tone wise, but I understand why. Well, because and Gaga, because Gaga's got her own too. Yeah, but hers. And she's younger and she can handle that. She can handle it. No, I'm totally fine. It just really felt like they put him in a spot where I'm a big one for vocal. Your vocal rhythm needs to kind of match the band a little bit. Okay. And I feel like they put Tony in a spot where on a solo, he can't do that to what they were doing. Like he can't put out what they were putting out. Yeah. So they follow them. So they were probably like, Hey, Stephanie's putting out a a solo a solo, or a, a solo track. Uh, you're gonna get one too. Which and I'm sure he'll take it because he'll just do it. And he's he's a yeah. he's a he's an artist he's a player. He's a performer. He's got some pride in him. He can do it. Damn, dude, 96 years old, World War II vet. Not up. Yeah. Let's go. Right. He's gonna go after it. My thing is, whoever's helping him with song choices. I wonder if he had sure. a couple of them he could have picked from. And they went with so in love and it just was, it just, it just seemed like it was too much of a song for his current level of ability. Okay. Not a bad song. Lyrically, it's actually okay. Musically, it's a, musically, it's a little bit mundane because it just, they have to tone it back a little bit, but Mm he would have been more suited for a straight ballad with, very very soft music behind him not 
not hardcore jazz beats behind him, which again, they're going with this. It has to be what it has to be to fit the, sure. fit the scheme, you know, yeah. you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fit, you know, sparkle motion scene here. You can't, if you're going to sparkle motion on the album, you got to make sure you stay with her. I get it. But it just felt like it was. Eh. Yeah. I get so, it. I, I, I don't hate it. It just was like, okay, I'm gonna pick one. That's the yeah. One. Right. All right, guys. So brings us to our next game, which I mean, this guy's almost as old as t- Tony. So guys, it's time for Shatner's poetry slam. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, this is Shatner's Poetry Slam. I'm Captain Kirk. Shatner's Poetry Slam. All right, Steve. Looking for the Gaga Shatner album. The Gaga Shatner album? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That'd be something, wouldn't it? Um, all right. Here's your first one. My story is much too sad to be told. But practically everything leaves me totally cold. The only exception I know is the case when I'm out on a quiet spree fighting vainly the old ennui. And I suddenly turn and see your fabulous face talking about me. I get no kick from champagne. Mere alcohol. I get a kick out of you. Yes, sir. I was wondering why it was taking you so long. I love the Gaga. Do you talk about me? (laughs) You talk about me? Yeah. The champagne got me. I was, it was. Yeah. I was back and forth between that one and I've got you under my skin. Got it. Yep, for sure. All right, buddy. Here's your next one. When shades unfold, the sun sets gold and stars are bright above again. I smile, sweetheart, for then I know I can start to live again, to love again. When day is gone, night and day. Nope. And night comes on until the dawn. What do I do? I'll clasp my hands and wander through slumberland. Dream dancing. With you. Nice work. That was, I was between the two of those. And I was just like, night, night and day. Slumberland got it. I'm sure was the like. Yeah, that's where I got me there. I was I was between the two of them. I was I was. I was actually going dream dancing, and then I was like, you said night. I'm like night and day. Like I'm looking right at it. I'm like that's where I want to go. Yeah, for sure. Got me. All right, man. So let's talk about those deep cut dark horse tracks. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. You you start us off, man. Isn't it the lovely? Freaking what? That's why I laugh when you said it. I know, but you knew it was going to be my least favorite. I told you. You did, and I didn't intend to pick it as my my deep cut. Actually, it's the opening track, like you said. I didn't even know this track existed until hearing it, hearing these two do it. Yeah, a couple of these I've heard before. Actually, oh, a few sure. of them I've heard before. I do feel like the track was written for Gaga, even in the '30s. Yeah, like if she was to do this one on her own, and 
rework it just a touch for just a to throw a gaga twist on it mm-hmm. it could be a banger oh for sure but for me the track while i get what you're saying it's a little cheesy it's a little hokey it sets the table quickly for what the listener um is going to get and you kind of know what the album is going to give you sure it's not going to be your club hits it's not going to be anything that you would have heard in the last 50 years sure it's going to be something completely different but also familiar mm-hmm. it's fun it's upbeat and gaga does carry a good portion of it you kind of know what's going to happen yeah so you kind of get the feel for the album right at the top is it the best song on the album no but i felt like it does set the table to not set your expectations to a high level because if they had kicked it off with i've got a kick out of you that would start the front track mm-hmm. that's setting your expectations super duper high yeah that that track is number seven out of 12 right like they, they didn't bury it but they buried it like they put it down where it's going to be the piece of resistance but it's going to be in the middle of the album if they if they led with that you're like well you gave me filet mignon and then the back end i got a whole bunch of shit you can't do that to me so it's right i felt like it was a good way to ease you in but also not set the bar so high sure. that they couldn't reach it it's like the over it's like the beginning track of a musical yes Set, sets like the overture then the, yeah the overture sets the tone gets you in the in the mood which is a jazz song if you didn't know that mm. uh it's gets you in that zone because yep. if you think tony bennett you think jazz you think oldies you think that sort of thing but lounge think, singer is what lounge, i think about every time absolutely but when you hear gaga you think pop pop you think more aggressive more gaga. more gaga yeah where she's got her own she's got her own sound exactly for sure it's like a dell yes I, I, yeah exactly for sure but i i get it i see what you mean and it it makes sense as much as I hate to say it. No, and I, I, I see your point in it too. It is hokey. It is cheesy, but it's, it's but it made, something. But that sort of thing made sense in the 30s. You know? it, I'm sure it raked. I'm sure. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure it did. I'm sure, I'm sure, sure Tony was like, able to lay the wood to it. Oh, for sure. 100%. Um, for me, I picked I've Got You Under My Skin. That's a good one too. As my deep cut. Jazz music has always been a love of mine. Um, and this track is pure swing music at its finest. I'm really not a fan of the lyrics or the story on this track, but the music is just so good that I was able to ignore the lyrics and just groove to that swing. Oh, so good. Um, so yeah, that was it for me. I've got you under my skin, simple, sweet, and to the point. So Steve. Yes, sir. Let's get into our final thoughts on this one. Yeah, Lady Gaga doing big band music is something that I didn't know I would love and appreciate so much. Uh, Her voice is absolutely perfect for this genre. Like, I wish and I want her to do something like this herself. Um, And I think the duetted partnership with Tony is also absolutely perfect. Um, Well, she does... 
you know, she does a a, a Broadway show, uh, not a Broadway show, a Vegas show, and she does uh, one or two nights a week where she does just jazz jazz standards, right? Oh, it would. Be, I would love to see that by herself. Oh, dude, with with a, with a big band. She goes after it. Oh my gosh, I would I would pay money to see that. I mean, I would show my man boobs to see that. Like I would do what I needed to do to see that. That'd be so much fun. Random Alberta OnlyFans. Yo, no. Only for the Gaga. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, their musical chemistry is fantastic. They play off each other really well. Just a good father-daughter, grandpa-granddaughter kind of relationship they got going. It's really good. Um, for the for this album review, though, I focused, especially after It's the Lovely and after you and I kind of talked about how this music, yes, it's it's from the 30s. It's they brought this stuff back to life. It's not original. A lot of it's not original. No. Um, so I had to focus less on the 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 lyrics and song titles and really listen to the music of it to really not appreciate it because I can't appreciate old jazz standards and old jazz stuff. I thought the album was was good. I'm not a hundred percent sure I agree that it should have been on the list of album of the year, but who am I to judge? Nobody asked me. Um, but I, I did love this music or this album musically and vocally. I think it did tremendous. Um, but I am going to give this one a six and a half out of 10. Okay. So we're pretty close musically. The album is amazing. I'm not a huge fan of jazz like songs. So like, like performed lyrical jazz songs. Do you pre- do you prefer do you like jazz? You just don't like vocal I love jazz. Big, I love big band. Sure. And I love I do like some jazz. So I like I like what someone like PMJ does. Okay. Where they do some of the, like the modern stuff to the jazz beats and to yes. the jazz stuff. I like like Brian Setzer, like big band, um, big bad voodoo daddy. Same thing, same thing, like more of a a take on the big band jazz feel. Then I think you'll like one of our I think you'll like one of the uh, Christmas albums that I put on the list. Well, look at us. (laughs) I I love the music, though, because it's so complex. I'm a big one to pick out instruments. Like in defined instruments that I can like, and and how because of doing concerts for so long, I've been able to kind of nitpick. And then running sound for as long as I've been doing that too, I can hear a whole band and pick apart each instrument and pick apart each vocalist and just like as everybody's still doing it and still listen to just one and just this and really just listen to that. Close my eyes and figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um. Try to figure out who's screwing up most of the time. Well, um, you know. And it's you can't find who's screwing up on this album. It's so good. And that's why I love a jazz band that's so tight and just ready to go because it's fantastic. I love putting on music like this in my house and just playing it, you know, through our Alexa and just chilling out mm-hmm. because it's it's upbeat, so it's not gonna drag you way down. It might get the kids dancing a little bit, depending on the day and the kid, but you know, figure right. it out. I can't hate on Tony either. Uh, the man's a legend. He's an absolute freaking legend. Mm-hmm. Um, Gaga's amazing. She continues to show us her range and reminding us every single day that she is superhuman and we are just mere mortal, mortals. 
100%. Gaga is not from Earth. There's no fucking way. No. There's there's no way. It's, she is proof that there is life outside this planet. Yeah. And we've been graced with her presence for as long as we've got her. Planet steak dress or something like that. Something. I don't know. But right. she... I'm probably going to end up in Area 51 one of these days because there's <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah. She is so talented. Anything that she's done... Any instrument she picks up, any style of music she just goes after, like I want to see her do Southern Gospel. Get yeah. after it, Gaga. Go do Southern Gospel. Well, she probably can. Imagine like her and like Jennifer Hudson doing something. It just be. I would say Aretha, but Aretha's not around. So like the Jennifer next... Hudson's your best bet. I mean, honestly. I mean, really. I mean. As a duo, though, they're fantastic. With 60-plus years age difference, they meld together. They fit so well together. And they were able to break off each other so well that it was almost like they've been doing it for 60 years. Yes. I understand why it was a Grammy nominee. It was a little bit of a of a push because it's, it's Tony. It's this last one he's ever going to put out. And maybe that's part of the reason why they did it. But I think it deserves it, too, because it was so different. And it's so, I mean, if you think about the, the 2022 Grammy nominees or 2020, yeah, 22 Grammy nominees, two of these albums were like super duper musical. Baptiste, who won it, that's not a typical album. Yeah. That's an R&B but then you also get Joel's, you know, and then you get Donda. Donda. You get Justin. Justin. Justice. You get Olivia. Olivia. Yeah. Who if 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 John Baptiste wouldn't have won it was Olivia? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Because that girl won many awards that night. Yeah, her right. Doja Which Cat. Is, yeah. If one of these things does not belong, it's Doja Cat. We haven't listened yeah, to yeah. her yet. We haven't done her yet. No, that one's coming up though. Next month. Yeah. Or later this month. One of the two. Yeah. yeah. But it's coming up soon. But it, it's. The Grammys are weird because album of the year can be anything. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I, I'm with I you feel, though on the rating. I, I feel like they were just kind of filling in the gaps toward they the gave end. Tony, like, like they, we gave, need, they gave Tony a nod. Like we need 10 or however many they had. 10. You know, we need 10. We've got six. Okay. Let's grab Doja Cat because she's new and upcoming. Describe Tony. Let's give him a nod. Describe Justin because it's Justin. I don't even think Justin's album really deserved it, to be honest with you. Anyway. It was okay. Right. But also, think about it. 2022. We did this podcast in 2020 and 2021. Yeah. Brandon, how much new music was put out in 2020? Not much. You know, in 2021 is when all these other albums came out that were nominated for the 2022 Grammys. Yeah. 2021 was like the floodgates didn't open. Sure. They were like, they turned the hose on. We were getting a few every week. Yeah. And they were getting some big ones. But then now 2022 and it's been just album, 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 album. Everybody's putting stuff out now. Yeah. People are touring again. It's I mean, true. Honestly, I would have loved to see RTJ4 nominated 
That'd be amazing for the twenty what for the twenty twenty two Grammys. I would have loved to see Run the Jewels get nominated because that was an amazing sweet. album. That but was it didn't. Freaking sweet album. It didn't, and it was it's it's not what they want either. They they don't get. I mean, they would take it, but they don't get two shits. Right. But I mean, right there, thinking about what's going on, what's coming up, these bands that are they're touring right now, what's coming. Yeah. Speaking of what's coming, um, we're in September. What did you give this rating? Did you give a rating? Oh, like seven. Okay, all right. Seven. No, I didn't. I didn't say it. I I was right there with you. Seven. So okay, we're right in there. Seven out of ten. Wheelhouse. Yeah. And it's it is primarily for the music. Sure. Um, the musicians on this album were fantastic. So yeah. Um, but coming up, we're in September. Uh, we're we're actually the end of August there, bud. We're in the end of August. Oh yeah, September's on Friday. September's on Friday. It's all good. It's I got dumb. you. I it's got still you. fucking hot. I know. I was just in Florida. It's damn. It, it was damn hot. It's true. We're out of. We're almost out of summer summer concert uh, series. Like no more summer concerts. Right. Like in Michigan, at least heading into football season. AKA one more thing to just, marching band season. One more thing to distract me from everything else. I can hear the marching, marching band, band from my house right now already. Well, they had band camp last week, so that it's makes am- sense. It's amazing. It's good stuff. Yeah, it works out every day. Are they going right now? They're not going right now. Are they? Not right now. No, it's oh, too o'clock. late now. Yeah, too late. They'll be, going, they'll be going at night pretty soon, though. And yeah. not not night night, but they'll be going till like eight. Yeah, yeah, eight or nine. Yeah, for it's sure. like right by your house. You like live in there. Like you're outside, just conducting them out, out in your front yard. Just, yep, absolutely. Love it. Love it. Wa- watering my lawn, drinking a, a beer, and uh, conducting the uh, the band. Just like just like the old days. Just like the I mean, more or less, minus the uh, the, the minus beer. the watering your lawn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you didn't have one at the time. Don't tell my band director. He doesn't. Uh, listen. I doubt if they listen. He might. You never know. You never um, <laughs> but guys, so we we're ending. We're ending. We're coming. ending in August. Um, dude, September though. September is gonna be fire. October, we're we're getting guests after guests after guests right now for a lot of stuff. We've got a two for coming up in September. You're gonna. They're gonna be a takeover week. Um. Yeah. We're going to be on a podcast. We're going to have a buddy on a podcast for two podcasts. Yep. A in a Tuesday row. and a Friday, guys. Bring it oh, back. Bring it back be... some heavy hitters on on uh, in September, a little bit in August. Yeah. And then, um, you know, ending ending the year off with uh, two themed months. Happy yep. Thanksgiving and a 12 pod. So, yeah, big things are coming, guys. We are ever so um, pushing to our 200th episode. Oh, dude, it's coming up. Our second anniversary is coming. Our 200th episode's coming. It's coming. I never thought we'd do 200 of these. I um, I, I mean, I figured eventually we would. Not this fast. Not this fast. No, but 200. See, if, do we want to give an idea of what 200 is going to look like? We're getting a new game. We're getting a new game, but we're it's a returning artist and a returning, and a returning guest. guest. And a returning guest. There Crazy. could be some. There could be some hate involved. She picked a fun one. She picked uh, something. It's a fun one. I it's love it. One. It'll be good. It'll be fine. But guys, keep, I'm not going to drop any any hints on that one. I want to leave that one as it is. Uh, we're going to do some a lot of fun stuff around our second anniversary. Um, mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. I mean, there's not not every day that goes by when I pull up the spreadsheet. I'm like, oh yeah, I get to listen to this one now. Yes, fantastic. Yeah. So I'm super excited to co- to go off this one. But September is going to be just as good. It's going to be fun. I'm going to make fun of, I'm going to, I'm going to piss off a lot of people. I am guaranteeing it. Hmm. 
going after you, Beehive. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I'm gonna. I'm sorry, and then but, we'll figure that out from there. But that guest is gonna come after you, so it's all oh, good. He will. He will. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm about to get attacked a lot this this month. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be something for sure. All right, guys. Well, that has been Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Love for sale. Check out Brandon's uh, OnlyFans so we can go see Lady Gaga. Oh, His love is actually not. for sale. Um, <laughs> and we will oh, see you guys gosh. on Tuesday. But before that, I am Steve. I am not on OnlyFans. <laughs> and this has been the Nose But Goats podcast. We'll see you guys on Friday. Bye. Notes, but goats. Notes, but goats. Notes.